All right, guys, welcome to part two of kind of creating discipline and focus for success. So I've got my big hoops going, feeling the vibe today, because we're gonna talk about, again, just creating a really well-rounded kind of eight plan or kind of eight steps to success. And so this is all from this online training that I took with Jonathan Fields, which I thought was really, really fascinating. Go and follow him. He's a very fascinating kind of person. Um, so last week we talked about the first four steps. And so that's creating one, a picture, two, having purpose, three, creating a plan, and then four, integrating possibility and knowing that this is possible for you. So really integrate that. If you haven't watched that Pause this, go back to last week and watch that because it's really kind of a well-rounded training on that. So number five, the fifth step is to incorporate and figure out proof. So when you're going through kind of transformation or going through habit development and habit changes, you need proof that it's, it's working. Because again, I know with the like losing weight and creating healthy habits, it's time. It takes a lot of time for us to even see the physical results or even have other people see the physical results. And so you need to start to incorporate what are tiny little proofs that you are achieving the results that you want. And so that's just, again, asking yourself weekly, what, what did I, a lot of the, so I talk with my clients, it's proof is gonna be in the action. So if you can kind of really analyze your daily actions and your daily kind of habits, is it making you just 1% one better than you were yesterday? And that's all the proof that you need, is am I, am I making just gradual, consistent changes? Because consistency compounds. That's a, it's a common phrase, but I say it all the time to my clients. Consistency compounds. And so the proof, Either you need to have facts and um, data or demonstrations of what this looks like. So really understanding, okay, like this is more of that scientific research behind why does eating whole foods help you lose weight? Why does exercise help you lose weight? And what is, like, let's look at the demonstration of what is an, a, a well-rounded plan? How is that, like, what are the ups and flows and, and what's a demonstration of that? So proof could be in kind of doing your research and, and figuring out, does it, is this gonna work? Are there testimonials for a plan? Is like, can I find somebody that looks like me or is in the same kind of boat as me and has it worked for them? So finding proof in that, but also just finding like the, the best way when you're in the, the thick of things, the best way to find proof is through action. And I know that sounds weird, but it is. It's just you, it, by doing something consistently, you prove to yourself that you're the type of person that can exercise for 30 minutes every single day. Or you prove to yourself, hey, if I can drink the water every single day, I can get up an extra hour earlier. Or I can eat the foods that are good for me. So that's where it's like, find the small action steps first that you can do consistently because that consistency proof will give you that confidence, that, that big hoop vibe that I'm good to go. I can, I can keep building on these and that's how habits are formed. So number five is just integrating proofs that what you're doing is going to get you that picture that you want, the results that you want. And again, this just all this takes 
is just some time to reflect. Reflect on your progress, reflect on the day before, and find those 1% needle movers that you are consistently doing. All right, and the sixth step is my favorite, but it's people. Who's in your corner? Who's in your tribe? Who is supporting you through this, encouraging you through this, setting up accountability through this? Because it is, there's, there's a stat that like, people who have support and accountability and a tribe behind them and a person behind them or something, some sort of accountability and support, they are two times more likely to lose the weight and achieve the results. And so Jonathan goes over, I think it's, let me look up. I have notes because these were a little bit much for me, but it is one, two, three, four, five, six type of people that you need to have in your corner. So I'm just gonna read them off for you and then you kind of check off, Does I, do I have this person for me? So the first one are coast drivers. So these are people doing something similar to you. So they're coworkers or friends that they could be trying to accomplish something similar to you at the same time. So there's always a certain amount of effort and struggle along the way and we like to know that we share this with others. So it's kind of like, the energy in commiserating is like going to tie you together. If anybody's ever done any sports teams and they're like, oh my gosh, we have to condition again or it's a grueling practice, but you had your teammates with you. You knew you weren't alone. You knew that you can go and run and do those drills back and forth across the court because you had people with you. So that's number one, the type of person that you need is a coast driver. Number two is a champion. So these people are here to pick you up. So they're your cheerleaders. These people are really important to you because they can cheer you on. So again, just having someone that when you are going through a rough part or you're going through a roadblock, either externally or internally, there's someone that's like, I got you, you got this, keep going, keep pushing yourself. So find a champion. Number three is accountants. So people who help you with accountability. So champions and accountants, are they're not the same. One cheers you on, so that's a champion, and one person says, hey, we need to get real here. Like this is the stuff that you said that you were wanting to do. Why aren't you achieving it? Someone to hold you up to being the best version of yourself by telling you you're not there yet. So. Number three is accountants. Number four is, or number, yeah, number four is a mentor. So people who have done what you've wanted to do and have a deep understanding of how to get there. Because there is, there's energy and wisdom. So finding someone that has gone through this process, that knows your pains, know your, knows your struggles, knows, hey, this is when you self-sabotage, because I used to self-sabotage like that. So find a mentor. And I'm sorry that I'm reading off of this. It's just, it, these are really great definitions. So I want them to be clear and concise for you. Um, number five is community. Find your tribe, find the people. So people who are out there who you feel see you and acknowledge you. You don't have to do anything other than being yourself and being embraced. So again, find your tribe. And the sixth one is your challenger. So this is the energy of optimization. These are the people who ensure you're on the right track or not. So they check your work and call you out. 
so we don't always want anything to do with them. We spend more time looking for validation than advice, and it's better to invite people you know and trust into the process to help you discover things along the way. So this is someone that's going to challenge you. So you have your champion, you have someone that's gonna support you, be like, okay, you got this. Then you have your accountant saying, hey, get right back to it. And then you have your challenger who knows you're, you're making progress, you're, you're staying accountable, let's level up. So I love, I love these six people that you need. Or better yet, find a few people, just like one or two, that might have all the qualities in them as well. So make it easier, work smarter, not harder. And the seventh P towards kind of creating success is your practices. So what are the things that you're doing every single day to get you to your goal. So I know this is, this is different than the plan. These are the daily practices or the daily habits. And so what I would categorize this is, is you need to have three types of practices. So one is the practices that are challenging you, that are stretching you, that feel really uncomfortable and you might not wanna do them. So that's number one. Number two, the practices that I would have are your habits. What are your routines? What are these are and, and what are the things that you consistently do all the time that you don't really have to think about them anymore? And what is great is that the challenge, what you do, will turn into a habit. And so that's the goal is to mess these down and then creating new challenges. So we have challenges, then we have your habits, which this is constantly going. I'm glad I had a manicure or manicure. Um, this is constantly going where what you're challenging yourself to do, it will become a habit. And then the third one is resting. So the practice of slowing down. So you can call it self-care, you can call it sharpening the saw, you can call it rest, relaxation, reflection, whatever you want to call it. But the practice of just taking time and understanding, is this working for me? Are these habits that I have in place and, and, and what I'm challenging myself to do, is this working for me? Is this getting me to my goal? So those are the three practices that I think you should have. Something that's gonna challenge you, your, your daily habits and your routines, and then your rest and your reflection, reflection. And then finally, the last part, the eighth step, a pledge. Pledge to yourself. There's, there's so much power in either pledging to yourself or investing in yourself that this is it. I pledge, like this is the time that I'm gonna lose the weight. I promise myself that this is when I'm gonna feel confident about myself, that these are the steps in the right order that I know will happen. And the, the best way to have this happen is to invest in, your, in the success that you want. It, invest in the reality that you want. Invest in this dang picture that you want. Because again, like there's a reason why you, you desire this. There's a reason why this is at your heart, that this is something that you want and you need and it's your purpose and your desire and like your ambition. So if it's that important for you, if this is something that you're so conscious and working towards, invest in it. Figure out, like put your money where your mouth is at. It's, I, I know how great 
and how much it just kind of like increases your level of success when you you either pledge to yourself that this is going to be it or you invest in yourself and say this is going to be it so figure out what are what are my eight p's and what's going to help me get there what is the support and accountability that i need so those are the eight steps per Jonathan Fields. So again, I want to give him all this credit, but I really liked it because I did feel like it really aligned to everything that I talk about. So again, just to recap, the first four steps that we talked about in last video was to have a picture, to have a purpose, to have a plan, and to create possibility. And then the next four steps is to have proof, to have some dang people, to create practices, and then to make the pledge. So again, just go through, if, if this is something I want you to have this. I want you to have success. Go through these eight steps because I know this works because these are the eight steps that I integrate in my programs. So just go all in, figure it out for yourself and figure out where do you need support and guidance and accountability for this. And if that is something that you need, let me know. I have a free um, weight loss kind of strategy call to really go through all of these processes and to understand what is stopping you or slowing you down from achieving the results that you want. So guys, I believe in you, you got this, go all in.